Hey guys, um, hope you're enjoying the podcast as always. Uh, obviously, I'm sure if you're following me on social, you know about this, but if you don't, I am doing Tea with Gary V. Uh, I've been doing it for about a month. It's been remarkable. Uh, if you're not following it, you're making a huge mistake. 9 a.m. Eastern time during this uh, crisis, we're doing some incredible stuff. Please check it out. Tea with Gary V. Live on all my social platforms every morning at 9 a.m. Twitter is definitely the place that you can't miss it. Uh, in general, I think if you're not following me on Twitter, it's a huge mistake. Gary V-E-E on Twitter. Check it out. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Thought of my life was kind of rough, I had an awful battle. The doctor set my parents down and said my life was fragile. Perspective is the game, and Gary V the name. Just put your head down, do the work, and everything will change. Sipping tea, helping feels, yeah, that's what I wanted. Being patient, hell, and tricky, yeah, I'm being honest. Tea with Gary V, roots and positivity, Good morning, good morning, good morning, Vayner Nation. It is July 1st, a beautiful day. I hope everybody has the best, best July of their entire life. It's been a very intriguing 2020, but uh, yesterday brought me so much hope. What an incredible episode of Tea with Gary Vee. Big shout out to Alexis and to Dustin. Dustin, uh, the post we put up on Instagram, if everybody's watching, that full Alexis interview is on Instagram right now. I just posted a new announcement literally just posted while we were doing the preview, my latest post on Instagram, a little bit of a fun announcement, but um, the prior post is the entire interview with, uh, with Alexis, but it ends with something pretty interesting, which is Dustin, yesterday we ended with an emotional moment with me and you about saying you're sorry, taking accountability, and you went out and did it. Maybe yeah. some updates for everybody who's continuing the show process? Um, so I, right after the, like I did, I felt like I needed to right after the show. So I just did that. Use right the up. momentum. Use yeah. the momentum. Yeah. And um, reached out. Uh, didn't hear from any of them initially for like an hour. Uh, mm-hmm. Then got back and my one friend said, like, thanks for reaching out. And like his family's doing all good and stuff. And I just apologized again. And he said, it's not even a big deal. So don't worry about it. And um, the other one pretty much said, uh, he, he like took some blame too. And yeah, so I, I thought that was awesome. Cause I didn't think he would like, he just like the last conversation we had, it didn't seem like that. But and when was the last conversation? Maybe like three years ago. <laughs> A lot of changes in three years, brother. Yeah. A lot of growth. Yeah. And then the one didn't respond, but then he got to me later. At the oh, afternoon. he did? Yeah. And the third um, one did too? Yeah. He just said, thanks for reaching out. It's all good. That's it. That's it. And the one that I, the one that I brought up yesterday, uh, the one that it did like last week, he he got back to me too, and um, he said it's all good too. So it just shows how like I don't know. I was over. Like, do you feel? Do you like legit- legitimately feel different today? Yeah, like a weight is completely off my chest. Like, just feels a lot more because I, I guess I, like the biggest reason is just because um I just had a lot of anxiety like going to like events where like I might see run into them and just being like awkward awkwardness of not knowing what to do. I basically live my life because I don't want to run into somebody and have a negative vibe in the air. It just yeah. doesn't have any value. Yeah. Yesterday was incredible. Thank you, Dustin. Yesterday was incredible. If you didn't watch the episodes, it, it is on YouTube. If you didn't see the Alexis interview that led to the Dustin last couple of minutes, it is uh, my second to last post right now on, uh, on Instagram. Um, and uh, and let's get into today's show. 
Sarah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Wow. <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying to ask this question of you for about two years and I've been following you for just the longest time. And I just want to say that I know legacy is really important to you. And um, I don't think that you could ever really understand like down in the weeds what it does for people day to day. It's like I'm 56. I mean, that kid, you know, he's just he's a little boy and he's all worried about everything. I'm 56. I shouldn't be asking anyone for permission to do things. But when I do, it's you. I come to you and you give me the permission to do stuff. Thank you, Sarah. Where do you live? You're very sweet. <laughs> Wyoming, Montana, out in the middle of nowhere. I love it. I can't believe that. Literally, literally, my dad brought up Montana this last week. Oh, really? Like being intrigued and maybe wanting to go there and just live in the middle of nowhere. So, I mean, not really, but he was intrigued. We literally were talking about Montana for like 25 minutes. He was asking me about it, like, do I know it and things of that nature. It was a really funny conversation. He just loves the outdoors and the old country and things of that nature. So anyway, nonetheless, yes, Sarah, what can I help if you If he wants to come out here, I, what yes. I do is Native American tourism. Send him my way, I'll take him all over the place. I will let I you will know. take him out. Thank you. Oh. Dustin, save Sarah's info. All right, Sarah. Yeah, I'll do. <laughs> okay, so what I do, it's, it's Native American tourism and it's a tiny niche and it's like cultural tourism is like 82 billion a billion dollar industry and it's something like it's 700 billion dollars in in cultural in in tourism generally that's how much you know americans spend on um on going on vacations every year but i can't make my business much bigger without a wider recognition for native american tourism because it's not a thing you know people don't even know it exists so part of what I want to do is um, I want to create a brand that brings everybody together because Native American tourism, it's all tiny little operators here and there and everybody's struggling, everybody's small, people are working in places where the internet isn't great and all that kind of stuff. So of what I want to do is I want to, I want to dump my business. I want to give it to somebody else, let them run it. And I want to set up something that's like a Native American Expedia. And so all, all the back office stuff, are you are that. you are you prepared to be in the technology business? Mm, because this no. is a very this is where I'm sorry to interrupt. This is where it's very powerful. A lot of people in the last twenty years I've sat with that see the opportunity and want to do the tech thing, the Expedia, the Google, the Facebook of. And I always ask this question very aggressively because it's it's a very real opportunity. But if you do not have a technical co-founder, right. the ambition is too big. You can't outsource this. You can't have somebody build this. If you're truly talking about what you just said, mm -hmm. you're, you're now 100% in the technology business. Okay. And there's a lot of people watching right now who've got an idea for an app mm -hmm. and they want to hire and they go and like find a team to build it in India or Poland or Belarus or, and, or an American app company and then it always fails because they're not in the technology business. Apple makes an update. There's a change on Google, like the site's broken. Like if you're gonna build a technology company, you have to, ha and you're not a technologist, a CTO, a chief technical uh -huh. officer, you need to 100% have a partner, minimally of a CTO who's got, she or he's got a real percentage of the business and cares. Otherwise it will always, always, always fail. So just keep that part in mind. I totally will. I, I really appreciate you saying that. And do you think that I can start it though using one of the like 
like the, the systems that's already there i mean there's all i mean yeah there's all kinds I, of like no. systems you, that you, you don't think i should let me rephrase you could no no actually that's not fair i would say you could just know that if you're gonna go there building onto you could probably do that for a year or two but like you're gonna want to build this you're gonna want to build this and i just technology businesses are super hard right super hard which is great which is great i just i'll tell you what my hesitation and reservations are i want you to have a technical co-founder okay i just have never i just i see it i've seen it 80,000 to to 1 to 0 you know that people just get into the tech business and don't know anything about tech right or no not enough to build a technology platform Right, I definitely don't know enough to do that. And, and, I know and, the and, the, and, the good, and the good news is, the good news is there are a lot of people that do that would love to that are may, maybe very fascinated. What's nice about a niche is a niche, and and here's your, here's your Facebook. And I mean, right now there may be a developer who absolutely is fascinated by your niche and wants to do this with you because he or she wants 20, 15 to 49% of a company, 50% of a company, however you figure it out. And and instead of being a coder at Condé Nast or the NFL, wants to take that leap with you, now with remote work. So it, but just do not go into this venture if you're gonna do it without a true partner of some sorts in building tech. Okay, got it. It's the number one mistake people do when they go into a technology business. Okay. I have somebody built an app cheap, never works. Right. Okay. So here's here's my my next question, which is kind of like that. One of the things I know about my business is that um, the sawdust, the like the sawdust of the business is the people who don't travel because they're really interested in Native mm. America, but they don't for whatever reason they're not coming out here. And those are the people that I've wanted to reach for a long time. And so like I'm looking like like here we are now and 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 like you know virtual is all all the travel industry's got i mean my business is leveled i'm i'm done for this season for definite and i don't know what's going to happen next season which is why i'm thinking i need to get on with this now but because there's all of those people who don't travel and because i've wanted to put something together for them the thing is i want to know i'm aching to know what your hunch is for the travel industry because i've listened to you over and over say you know don't don't be the first in virtual um, experiences and, and virtual travel because the big boys need to do that first and it's so far away but things have changed now no everything's, no, different. no, everything's different you no? still don't you don't we we've been in covid for hundreds of days or 100 days plus or what have you have has anybody here heard of somebody sitting in a virtual glasses for five hours a day it, it's not a human behavior yet right i agree with you if if by the way if vr was where social media was in 2006. And this happened, oh my God. It's why direct-to-consumer e-commerce has exploded. Mm -hmm. E-commerce was far enough along, this happens, now we're all buying that way. VR, if it was lucky enough as a technology to have been to the point where every one of us had a VR unit in our home, but just didn't use it, it would have completely exploded, but there is still no consumer ex examples at scale of people using VR in a meaningful way. Of course, there's cutting edge technology nerds and 
and enthusiasts playing here and there, but even they aren't going at it super hardcore yet. Mm -hmm. Virtual travel, put on, I, you know, go into a room in my house like a theater or put on a thing or get the contact lenses. I mean, we're talking decades away still at this point from what, how I see it. Now, tomorrow somebody might invent something just like the iPhone was invented and I'll be like, nope, change my mind. This is now ready. This is the thing. But right now there's nothing. So in terms of a virtual, I mean, then in that case, I can create tours that are like, part virtual and I send a box to people and they open the box and there's stuff in there and, and they can, yeah, I they think, can be uh, online. Yes. yes, a box with with you doing two or three hours talking about that and being a subscription, very real, very real. Okay. Very real. If you're gonna worry about, you know, you know, next year, which is worth worrying about, it's it's definitely worth standing that up. Do you think that's gonna go on for a while? What's your hunch on that? On COVID? Yeah, I'm well, not COVID itself, but I mean, like on on people's willingness to move. Mind everybody's found Zoom. Everybody can do everything at home now. Do you they think they still you will? No, I think they will. I think they'll do more Zoom. I will, but but there's a lot of things you still need to go for. If you need to go see some fucking, you know, Native American shit in Montana, you need to go see it. Yeah, like it, it's still different. Like looking at a picture of Times Square or a video of Times Square is different than being at fucking Times Square. Looking right. at the Grand Canyon on TV. So like, yeah, I mean, people people will adapt. I think a lot of us will interact with people more on video. You know, FaceTime, FaceTime versus phone calls up like enormously, all those kind of things. We've learned some communication things, but people want to move around. The reason we have an issue with COVID is people want to move around. Right. If we were disciplined and just sat, you know, like, but people, people, people love being social with each other. So I'm going to move. Sarah, I love you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. So sweet. Let's keep it moving. Hey. <laughs> hey, Siobhan. How are you? Good. How are you? Good morning. I'm amazing. How are this you? This is so, Good. I'm Good. like. Good morning to you. So nervous now. <laughs> Where are you like, from? I'm from Canada. It's Canada Day now. So wearing my I love it. Shirt. What part of Canada? I'm from Ontario, originally from Mississauga, but right now I live in the sticks. Nobody knows what it's called, so it's fine. Good. <laughs> Rock and roll, let's move. Um, okay, so, whew, um, brief, brief background. Please. Um, two years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic anxiety. It does run in the family, but we also have a history of not being diagnosed in time for proper care. Um, there was a whole bunch like going on with that. Like my grandmother's sick, she's got dementia. We're extremely close. So that was devastating to me at the time. Um, I wasn't happy where I was like work-wise. Um, ended up quitting my job and um, going traveling for two years. So I lived in Australia for a year and I just came back because of COVID and gained some clarity and, and more, I guess, self-confidence. Um, so basically now what I'm doing is I've just started freelancing in marketing um, and then I've also started my podcast like four weeks ago, so I've, I've, or five weeks ago. Um, and I was supposed to be launching a travel concierge service for um, traveling to Trinidad for Carnival. I don't know if you know anything about the. I, I do. I do. Okay. <laughs> um, so I've been I've been a couple times. I absolutely love Trinidad. It's my favorite country out of the fourteen countries that I've been to. Um, and. I got that idea because I just had a lot of friends asking me about Trinidad and, and what to do for carnival. So I did organize one group 
for this past carnival. Um, but because I was in Australia, I didn't take on any more. And so, yeah, I was supposed to launch that full full force this year. Obviously, I'm not going to do that because they're not even opening their borders. Um, but I do still want to do it for uh, 2022 carnival. So I would launch next year because you have to yep. plan like a year in advance. I totally understand. Yep. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of struggling with how to balance marketing those three things for myself because I don't want to have like three different pages. Um, Doing all on one page. Yeah. I, the thing is, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I do freelance marketing for other people, and it's perfectly fine. Like, I, I, my client that I have now is a fitness, um, is a fitness company in Toronto. And, you know, like, that's great. It's been going amazing. Like, she's giving me referrals. Um, but when it comes to me, I don't really know, like, how I should market those three things. Obviously, the, the travel one, I have to wait. But are you, are you insecure about the feedback on an individual basis or you're concerned about blending the three? I think it's more about blending the three. Why? I just, I don't know. You don't, you don't, you don't think it's right. Somebody told you to focus on one. Let's play. Let's play. We're here to like fucking tee it up. Yeah. Um, well, I don't like, I don't really know like how to market myself as a marketer. I know that sounds really controversial, like contradictory, no, but no, no, no. You, maybe you are, um, maybe you think it's cheesy. I don't, yeah, I guess because like I, I started, like I came back with the intent. Um, you know what's, you know what's funny? Go ahead. That's right. Um, I came, came back, back with the intent. In, in the intent to, to work at a marketing agency um, to get yep. more, more experience because I graduated like two, three years ago. And then obviously I was traveling. So I don't have as much experience. And it's really, like it's a really competitive. You're, you're, yeah, you're worried about being an imposter. You're worried about, you know, faking it. And you, you might not, you might be concerned of marketing yourself as a marketer if you don't feel like you're there yet. Yeah. Do you Pretty believe much. that? Is that true? Kind of. I mean, I'm. If it's not, don't like. I don't. You're not making me feel good. I want to know the answers. <laughs> um, like, I don't like. I know that I have a ways to go, but I know that I, I know what I'm talking about for the things that I do talk about. So, um, so let's go. So, what's the problem? I just, I don't, I. When it comes to things like for me, I don't, I guess, I don't know if it's like an insecurity thing or <laughs> it's an insecurity. Of course, thing. It's, yes, <laughs> but that's but that's okay. Like that's okay. We can like we can hack at that. Like to me, the bigger thing is is that's why I asked you: Are you worried about the feedback and the insecurity on the individual level, or is it worried about the, um, you know, about the mixing of the three? And you went with the mixing of the three, but it's probably just the insecurity of the overall thing. Sure. <laughs> no. Um, I guess. I guess to a degree, like I maybe a mix. Maybe like thirty percent of one and forty percent of the other. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's a bit of. It's a bit of both. Like I Chumon, don't. I don't know. Chumon, listen. Here's the biggest thing. Yeah. None of it matters. True. Like once everybody realize you, you, my favorite thing to do, and I've got a lot going on. And when I'm in my most like laying in bed, like concerned about something, I literally go to a place of like. Nobody gives a fuck about me. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. It's actually a weird thing. It's actually a very good, pour your water. I know you need it. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the, coffee. tea, <laughs> coffee. It's fun. It's, it's a, it sounds like an interesting way to go about it, but it's like, it's actually a humility thing, not an insecurity thing. Like, mm. like, you know, the answer is that it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, I guess I have like, 
I'm really good at making plans and strategies and whatnot, but I guess like the execution part when it comes to because me? you're worried about the yes, because you're worried about what happens after you execute. Everyone's great. It's why people love to hide behind perfection. Mm -hmm. People are like Gary, you don't get it. I'm a perfectionist. That's why I don't post. I'm like, you're not a perfectionist. You're scared. You like talking big game, but you don't like for it to be out there because then it's actually getting judged. You're not comfortable with judgment. Is what I say to that. You know, I'm going kind of macro here, not mm -hmm. necessarily what's here. I, I think that I think for me, what's what 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 I what I'm trying to figure out, especially when as I throw things out, you're like, nah, which is amazing. What I'm trying to figure out is how to get you to understand that. Forget about me. Forget about you. Like the only way it actually works out is by doing. Mm -hmm. Like all the answers that you're trying to figure out within your own head in these 13 minutes, they're all irrelevant at some level until you start to get to the process of doing. Mm -hmm. Only doing gets you to the answer. Yeah, um, I know that. <laughs> I guess, um, I don't know, I guess it's, it's more so like, in addition with the, like, the um, executing of these plans, like I'm very indecisive. Like, so before I- that, That's I the same thing though. You know that, right? <laughs> it's all the same, Shimon, it's all this, you're indecisive. You're, you're like, it's all, it's all the same game. It's all to not let you do the fucking thing. Shimon, literally, literally the first 25 posts I put out about business, 85% of the comments were stay in your lane, wine boy. Oh. Literally me, where I'm at. Stay in your lane, wine boy. Why you're selling out, Gary? Why are you talking about business? You're a wine guy. Like, don't talk about shit you don't know. Wine. You can't live for feedback. Okay. okay um, and then <laughs> that that no, it make it makes you like you're absolutely right. Like I've been listening to you for a while, so I knew this was happening. <laughs> um, I guess, you know yeah, that every, like, every, every characteristic you have is mm -hmm. leading to your fear of the feedback. Just a yeah. self-esteem, it's just a self-esteem game. Yeah, you're right. It's also, you know, it's a, you know what's amazing? It's a winnable game. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, a lot of people resigned to the fact of like, well, my grandma was like this, my mom was like this, I'm like this. Like they just kind of resigned to it. Oh, with the anxiety, you mean? Yeah, just like all, forget about anxiety, you know, we, yes, I know you brought up that fact, but I'm just talking in the macro. Like, like when you sit here and you're like, you're right. And everyone's sitting and thinking about themselves and saying, you're right. And I think about the things that I was scared of, whether it was swimming or riding a bike, or it was, it was fear of those kind of things. Mm -hmm. You know it, but it's, Back to swimming and riding a bike or kissing a boy or girl, all of it's so scary until you do it and then you spend all your time saying to yourself, the fuck was I scared of? So like that's why there... you love that's why you love creating for others because you're good at it, but you don't get the feedback that company does and you're behind the scenes. <laughs> that's exactly it. I'm aware. <laughs> and they usually only by give way, me the good by the feedback. Way, by the way, by the way, there's nothing wrong being that kind of operator in business too. Mm 
what's what what is what I don't want is for you to go that route and never address what makes you anxious or concerned about other people's opinions. You know, mm-hmm. I often talk about a lot of um about like don't take positive feedback too heavy because then negative feedback gets you, right? Mm-hmm. You've been on, I'm reading the comments, you know, like lots of like, she's so beautiful, she's so beautiful, she's so beautiful. Like, you know, Thank one you. of the things that, <laughs> One of the things I talk about a lot is like, you know, one thing that you may want to think about, Shimon, and this is like the first time I've I've said it a lot, but I don't talk about it. I haven't had the opportunity on T to really talk to somebody about it. One of the things for you to really think about is not get too high when people give you compliments. Yeah. It's really worked for me, Shimon. It's really worked for me. Like, it's unbelievable to me how it goes through my chemicals when people are like, you're the goat, you're the greatest, you change people's lives, you walk on water. It mm-hmm. doesn't get me too high, it really doesn't. Which then protects me when people are like, you're the worst, you're the, you know? Mm-hmm. Stays in a pocket. Okay. Of course there's, you know, that might be something to think about. That might be something to think about when somebody comes at you like you're so beautiful or you're great at work or you're amazing or this was the best trip I've ever been on. You appreciate it, but you don't think you're somebody. Mm-hmm. which then ironically helps you when somebody says you're shit, this was the worst carnival, or I didn't like this video, or that post is stupid, or why are you mixing dumb shit, or your page looks weird, it's not, or you know, I don't like the way your Instagram looks because it's all over the place. Like all of a sudden, you you appreciate the feedback, you understand, you listen, you respect it, but you don't get, you don't think you suck. You think one person has an opinion mm-hmm. that this isn't great. Yeah. And so like what, I don't know, what type of content should I put out for like the freelancing? Cause I do want to start taking on more a video, clients. a video of you straight to camera saying, Hey, I want to take on more clients. I'm a freelance marketer in this video. You'll see some of the stuff I've done. Boop, 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 boop. Little editing doesn't have to be fancy. Mm-hmm. Post it on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Ask. Ask. Okay. And then should I do that same thing for like, TikTok too? Hell yeah. I'm struggling on TikTok. <laughs> Listen, str- you're not struggling on TikTok. You haven't found it yet. Yeah, that's true. I have been trying like different types of content to see like what's How many posts do you have on TikTok? Um, I don't know, maybe 30, 40? Just not enough. I'm gonna, um, actually more than that. Does it tell you how many? If you haven't done a I thousand, have no idea. you're not No, struggling. definitely not a thousand. <laughs> You just haven't found it yet. You're yeah. early. True. You struggle. You you struggled at walking the first eighteen months of your life. True. <laughs> just early, girl. Just fucking early. Okay. Um. And what are what are your thoughts? Actually, no, I don't want to take any more time from anybody else. So yeah, okay. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Are you? What did you get from this? Um. Not to let good or negative comments get to me. Um, Is that? Did that one hit you? Um, does that make sense to you? Like, yeah, no, it definitely I'm, it does I'm make basic, sense. I'm basically trying to figure out why you're scared to post something. I think it's just like the overall like anxiety of it. Um, but because but the anxiety I did comes from, good. Go I went from like before I went traveling, I was I wanted to be in the fitness industry, so like my whole page was all fitness, and I had I had classes, I had clients, like I was doing really good, and then when I was kind of going through all of that, like my grandmother was diagnosed, and I was diagnosed. Um, like 
I was just kind of like confused because I, I took your advice and I went out and like I was offering people free classes and I was, I messaged like a hundred um, different in, like fitness influencers mm -hmm. on Instagram. Mm -hmm. A couple of them responded. One of them actually like gave me his number so that I could call and ask him questions about it, like about the industry. And he's like, yeah, like we have this group in Toronto. If you want to come and like learn some tips, like feel free. Um, but like talking to these people, I've realized like I didn't have the passion that they had for fitness. Like, I I liked fitness. And like, I yeah. liked helping, I liked helping. And that was the thing, like, I like helping people no matter what it is. And so that's, that's why I kind of thought that that's like- amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I kind of, I guess I went from that and then I had a mental breakdown and I went traveling. And now I like, people ask me still, they're like, oh, like you don't work out anymore? I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> like, um, I just kind of like go for walks and bike rides. That's and, like, good. Much it. Sure, that's good. Sean, listen to me. This, you have to spend every second of your life, every second of your life, not valuing other people's opinions about your life. Mm -hmm. Ready? We're gonna role play. You're Johnny Magoo. Siobhan, I'm gonna be Siobhan. Like, Johnny Magoo, what's up? Siobhan, you're not working out anymore? No, are you? Like, that's it. <laughs> he's like, yeah. I'm like, but then, like, he's like, I'm crushing. I'm like, and how's your this? And how's your relationship with your dad? Like, everybody's got something. Mm -hmm. you're, do not do not value other people's opinions. Respect mm -hmm. them, understand it, think it, but it doesn't fucking matter. When you're 92, you're not gonna give a fuck about the random person that asked you if you worked out <laughs> in fucking 2020, promise. Cool. Other people's opinions. Period. You're right. I know, but start practicing. You know how when you were working out, it was reps? Mm -hmm. Every day. Every day. <laughs> My aunt's in the background. <laughs> Hi, auntie. That's it. Got it? Yeah. Hit me up if you need me in the future. We'll okay. talk soon. Thank right, you. Bye. bye. Look. These things are not fixed in 17 minutes with me on a fucking YouTube show. You know, like, this is real shit, but the themes matter and they matter to a lot of you. So let's keep it moving. Oh my God. What's up, Dan? How are you? What's up, Adam and Danny? I'm Adam. This is Danny. How's it going, Gary? I'm Danny Zabaleta. Um, I want to thank you for the opportunity. This is an honor for me to be here, man. This is a dream of mine. Before we get started to the question, I wanted to share some of the story of how you've influenced me and I followed your advice uh, before I got into this career field. Uh, I love your philosophy about mindset, self-awareness, and doubling down on your strengths. Um, that's exactly what I did in order to get into this field, being brand new without having any knowledge. I met with Adam and I said to him, I don't have any knowledge of the field, but I know I wanted to get into something different uh, and I'm willing to work for free. And uh, I interned for him while I was bartending at the time. And I, you know, interned for like three months or so working for free, learning the process, being patient. And uh, I want to thank you for that. It, it helped me a ton. So I really do appreciate that. And let me say something off of that, Danny, like for everybody who's watching, being patient, the process, three months is nothing. Shout out to Adam for like, that's nothing. Like, by the way, for you, listen, let me, let, let me rephrase that. 90 days going hard working for free is something. 
it's actually remarkable. But like, fuck, if you wanna be happy, people are talking about happiness out here. If you wanna be happy, fucking three years if you wanna be happy, right? Like, so anyway, nonetheless, that's fantastic that you did that and it's fantastic on the flip side that you didn't have to do it for so long either. For sure. So Danny's been with us for a year. So Danny and I represent a home care agency here in Naples, Florida. Um, I don't know if you know much about home care, but typically in simple terms, we help you know the aging population age in place at their homes. Um, so looking back at what you did in the 90s of disrupting the wine industry, if you, how do you disrupt an industry that's so traditionally tried and true like home care? By, by building reputation on Facebook because everybody who's 50 to 90 lives on Facebook. For sure. I'd fucking live on Facebook. For sure, for sure. So obviously right now, traditionally- Real quick, real quick, hold on one second. I got a comment here from Sean Thomas. I tried to work for free, got turned out. Once, Sean, do it another 90 times. Keep going. So obviously coronavirus has played a huge impact in our day-to-day. You know, typically on a regular week, we're in the hospitals, rehabs, assisted living, doing sales calls. Um, So we have shifted to, you know, really doubling down on social media, digital marketing, Facebook being on Facebook. Right. So, right. And that's why I want to kind of, that's that's my next question is Facebook's our main platform. And we've dived into LinkedIn, I think helps. So now you say, how many posts a day and how many, yeah, bro, straight up. If I was the third partner, we would probably post on Facebook in the 40 mile radius of Naples, Florida, 25 times a day while running a hundred different ads with 30 to $40 per ad against them, if we could afford it. Okay, okay. We would now, start a Facebook group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, yep. Let me just say it one more time. 30, 40, <laughs> 50, 60 pieces of content a day. I'd go live for an hour a day. I would ask our favorite home care you know, clients if they wanna do Facebook with us, for some of them, that's going to bring them joy and happiness. Right. For, for us, that's a testimonial from a real fucking person. All of a sudden, you're tried as true as fuck when they see Gertrude saying you're the best. <laughs> so you say, t- like, I know you've said double down on TikTok. Do you think TikTok is not appropriate for home care? Let me tell you why. If you said to me you were posting 60 times a day on Facebook, and you had more bandwidth, then I'd be like, okay, let's strategize about the granddaughters becoming, you're not even a fucking game on the thing that you have to do 80% of your energy against. When I talk about do everything, you know, that's right in the macro. The reason I do tea with Gary Vee is now I'm hearing your exact business and your exact business needs to fucking go hammy, ham, 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 ham. For sure, for sure. Now don't, now do you think like LinkedIn would be a good avenue for like referral sources like doctors. I think I think I think you're being theoretical which is fantastic. You know like you're trying to be thoughtful and theoretical but your fucking ass needs to get serious about Facebook, bro. Yeah. I'm looking for 60 pieces of content a day. I'm looking for like look I'm looking for a fucking hour on Facebook live. I'm looking for you to reach out to all your clients and ask them if they want to do Facebook live. You have work to do. Yeah. Don't talk to me about any other fucking app. Yeah, we, we, we're doing segments on, on Facebook. Actually, we're doing like a three at three. So we're bringing on like referral partners and community resources. So we're doing stuff, not to the volume that you're probably saying. So which we do have work to do. How many um, pieces of content do you put out every day on Facebook organically in mm-hmm. a Facebook group 
or, or running an ad against it, flat out. Probably How much? Tell me the two, truth. Two to maybe two. Yeah. You're 100 years away from the opportunity. Now, and when we're talking about content, I mean, there's so many different avenues you can go. Like for me, I want people to understand the purpose. Like why Good. do I get my Good head news. Ready, ready for this? Ready for this, Adam? When you're doing 60 a day, everything out of your little fucking beautiful head is gonna be able to be done. I don't give a fuck of everything that you're about to say. All of it's gonna be yes. Why I get up in the morning, Gertrude's fucking journey, things that people aren't thinking about, why Alexa is good for grandparents, like all of it. That's what's amazing about 60. You don't have to debate which fucking post. For sure, for sure. Crazy, all right, well, yeah, just, I mean, invest in the time. Push, push, push. Of course the time, but we're trying to build a business out here. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Danny, listen to me, Danny. 60 fucking pieces of content a day. You know how much work that is? It's a lot. It's a ton. You gotta design some pictures. You gotta go take some photos. You gotta go interview people. You gotta get, like, but I really like using your current clients. If they're into it, I'll tell you why. They're gonna like it. Some are private as fuck. Some are embarrassed that they're 90 now. Like, there's a million different things. But there's some people that, they're lonely. And doing this content with you will bring you happiness. Do you think that's a big enough differentiator? Because there's other home care agencies, which I, I applause. I mean, listen, I'm not afraid of competition. But like, there's a lot of people are trying to, to do this. It doesn't matter thing. what competition. Yeah. And I'm playing basketball every day. And I'm not fucking LeBron James. Right. There's a hundred. You know how many fucking Gary V wannabes there are right now? <laughs> a lot. And guess what? Right now, there's 13-year-old Sarah D., and she's gonna come along and beat my ass and become number one. It's all merit. I don't give yeah. a fuck how many people are in the game. Who's best? Right, for sure. I don't spend right. fucking second on any of those people. Zero, worry about the consumer. Don't we'll make worry sure about what- everyone who's watching right now follows us on Facebook so we can continue to put out good content. Fuck everybody here, unless they've got you know, elderly in Naples and <laughs> like, hit them up. Worry about focusing on 20, 30, $40 ads per piece of content in the greater Naples area. You will be stunned what will happen. Yeah. Awesome. You wanna hear another mind, mind-blowing thing? Fast. Yesterday, Alexis, your last guest, great content. I was his eighth grade teacher. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck you. Bro, what is the chances? Like, I was in queue. I was like two more to go. I'm like, wait, I taught that kid. Crazy. He's such a good guy. Like, such a good kid. Mind blowing. And, and was he? And did he struggle? You know, he talked a lot about struggling. Like, like he was a great kid, but he had all these fucking feelings that it manifested in some like crazy shit. So I rewatched it last night, and I was like, now I'm trying to recall. I mean, I, I mean, before I got into healthcare, I taught in a public school at North Naples Middle School. And I'm like, I remember him distinctly. Like, I remember, like, he was such, I, like, I really knew he, like, deep down inside, he's, like, a really good kid. He just had to find his path, you know what I mean? So. Adam, you literally, literally the hair off my, I almost have the same haircut as you. Like, you're literally <laughs> blowing my fucking mind. That is, uh, like, that is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, even just pe- two people from Naples being on the same show, but, like, literally, I taught him. <laughs> Crazy. Facebook. Watch us. Watch us. See ya. Thanks, Jenna. Thank you. Dustin. Yep.
Yeah, I remember uh, Adam brought it up yesterday in the private chat. And that then is Altopia insane. Make it, yeah. Everybody, if you haven't figured it out, we're taking it to a new level here. Please share this right now. Please hit the share button if you're watching live on Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook. Please, if not, can you grab the URL? Get, like, let's get more people in this community. I think there's so much good going on here. It's gonna help people. Please, 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 please share. Dustin, do we, do we, we don't schedule, like does YouTube, like how do we end the show where we already have a URL for tomorrow's show that gives the, the Vayner Nation here the ability to like get more, like do we have an RSVP for YouTube? I know we went away from that on Facebook because it does better if we just go live. Like wh where are we at with that? Um, we can do that. Like I could set up two like events at the same time, like today and then tomorrow and the next day. I could just keep doing it. Like I could set them all up, but I also- But I mean, I, I just want to set up YouTube. Because yeah. I think, you know, because that doesn't affect the, it seems like on Facebook it affects the reach if you yeah. schedule it versus going live. Yeah. Why don't you set up tomorrow's YouTube or have the team right now do that? And at okay. the end, let them have a Gary, let them make a Gary V URL so it's easy for everybody to, you know, like T72 for mm -hmm. July 2nd or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then throw it up here, like at towards and then, the end. And the last three minutes, we should just have everybody like share it in the comments. People control copy it, paste it, like save it to promote it for tomorrow. Like we just need, like I feel like, I feel like we're up to something really good and I feel like I wanna get crazy on momentum. Okay. All right. Cool. Please team, and let's make this, like if you're part of the, let's create like a shared squad, like hashtag share squad. Like every time you come on at nine, like you go right into sharing right away. Like we, like the, this 10,000 collective people should get the next 10,000. Like there's something very real going on here. Let's move it. If you share, use hashtag shared squad. Cameron, what's good? What's going on, Gary? How you doing? I'm doing well. It's really nice to see you. Nice to meet you, man. Uh, so I'm a little terrified, to be honest, because you're one of my heroes, and I've been looking up to you for a long time. Um, you're very sweet. So though. Thank you. I'm trying to get everything together here. <laughs> uh, so this. I've been working in IT for about 10 years now, and uh, over the last year or so my uh, career has changed tremendously because i've gained a lot more responsibility so my uh, jobs become more stressful uh, in that time about two years ago i started a podcast called origin mysteries and i was having a ton of fun with it but because my job has become so stressful and also uh, me and my wife just had our first child congratulations uh, 11 months. thank you he's 11 months old so our lives have changed tremendously. So I'm, you know, going into work, grinding at my regular job, coming home and, you know, trying to make sure my wife is okay because she's been with the baby this whole time and I want to support her. And then, but I also want to do the podcast too because people seem to like it, but it's also one of those deals where I've been doing it for two years now and it seems like my listenership has stayed the same. So do you enjoy like, you know, doing I'll, it? I do. I is do. it an escape? It, so look at it as a hobby instead of the thing that's going to change your business life. You're doing okay. it for you. It's no different than you playing video games, you listening to music. Like people need to blow off steam. I literally buy and sell sports cards to blow off steam. Okay. You know, you know, like, like I think you're doing it to instead of watching a Netflix series, you're doing it for happiness. You need it to balance all the other chaos. It doesn't have to become fucking the Joe Rogan show. It's there for Cameron to be happy. 
Okay, that I haven't really looked at it that way. It seems. Yeah. I think. By I've, the way, by the way, I'm sorry to interrupt. That's the whole point of this fucking show. This whole game of life is about fucking perspective, of the way we look at things. Think yeah, about I've, that. I've looked at all it. of a sudden. All of a sudden, when you say to your wife and she's like, "Huh, you know, you know, like, honey, I need this." The way some people, the way you watch this TV show or listen to that podcast, it, it's it's therapeutic for you. It's fantastic. And by the way. I was as happy when I had nine people watching Wine Library TV. Me and that little crew were fucking family. It brought me as much joy as I have now with millions. I'm being dead fucking serious. That's not me being humble. I'm being dead fucking serious. I, I, I've never looked at it that way. So that's, thank you for that. The only problem that I run into is, I, I think I've kind of looked at it, I've tried to kind of market it as an escape for other people. And Good. when that happens, uh, and, and yeah, I agree. The only problem is, is I kind of, like a lot of people have been on your show have said, I get in my head because I want it to be perfect because I want the person's like drive to work that morning to be about you're not, that you're story. Not in, Cameron, you're not in charge of that. Okay. Watch this, Cameron. Uh, I don't know what platform you're watching, but I'm going to watch the comments. Uh, Everybody in the comments right now, all the platforms, Twitch, big shout out to Twitch. I love what's going on there. I need some share community in there. Um, how many people here, the first time they saw my content, thought I was a piece of shit, bad guy, one of those scummy, scummy guys? Cam, how did you first see me? Was, was, that, was it good or was it like, oh, this guy's probably got some angle? Tell the truth, it's okay. I'll be honest with you. I've never seen anybody do the content that you were doing at that time. And I was like, this guy is, Next level, just because you kept it real, and that's what I try to do. So ready in my day to day life. I apologize, Kim. Like a lot of people, a lot of people being very sweet, not me, and I appreciate that. But some people, yeah, buddy, like you know, scummy guy, Dustin. Big shout out for you for saying like what I'm. Why I brought that up is I'm not in control of how they saw me. Got it. There is no got product. it. There's only Cameron. Okay. Got so it. You. I would I argue do. the more you think about it, the more likely it won't land. Well, it's yeah, because it's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm too afraid. Honestly, I'm too afraid to post content. Yeah, because I'll, I'll you're, insecure, you're insecure about the feedback. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because I'll I'll sit here and record, and then I'll, I'll just stop because I'm like, you know, no one's going to listen to this. Cameron, so. one person listening to it and liking it is worth it. I yeah, you're right. You're right. So should for because I know a lot of people like to see big like, shout out podcast. to everybody with the love at first sight crew. Hashtag love at first sight. I love you, fuckers. Thank you for that. I'm flattered. Go ahead, brother. So how how could I like share more of this content to like Instagram? Because I would like to. I, I haven't figured out a way because I see all the other podcasters and there a lot of them that I follow are just kind of having a conversation and again it kind of gets into my head where it's like. No one wants to see me just sitting there reading. But is, is that the kind of stuff I should yeah, be posting? First of all, brother, you're doing it for yourself. Bro, if you had one super fan, you're good. <laughs> okay. Being dead serious, bro. So, so let, let me ask you this, because I think, honestly, I feel like it's added more pressure to me because I was talking to my wife because we were, both freaking out about being on this show. So thank you again for putting me on here. Happy but have I have a, a Patreon that I started about a year ago. 
should I just close that down? Because it yes. almost feels like that yes. weighs on me more. Yes, yes. But what about the people? Because I've had like a solid seven or so people support me through this entire year of being on the Patreon. What if I close it? I mean, are they going to like hate me? <laughs> no, you put them into a Zoom group and you hang out with them and have a beer or coffee or a glass of wine once a week and just shoot the shit and become a family. Okay. They're going to love you more. And you're going to make some okay. friends. And you're going to love them more. And it'll come full circle and I'll actually enjoy it instead of panic when I'm doing it. Okay, that's what I'll do then. I'll, hobbies, I'll do it today. Hobbies are amazing. What if uh, for something like this to, because I enjoy it as a hobby and I enjoy the feedback. So do you think that if I turn the Patreon off and I just start posting stuff, it'll all just come together? Hold on one second. Hey, Dustin, looks like Facebook froze. I see the comments. I don't know what's going on there. What's that, brother? So should I just start posting and don't worry yes. about anything? Of course. Nobody's watching you anyway. Okay. Is it okay just to stay where I'm at? Just keep doing yes. what I'm doing? Because you look at Instagram, you look at other people, and I'm like, I don't want my Instagram to look like crap because I still want this podcast to look nice. You know what I mean? Yes, but don't don't forget that nice is in the eye of the beholder. Okay. Okay. Is that how you did your first yep. ado? Is that how yes. you did with your podcast? Bro, did you see the early episodes of Wine Library TV? It was like it looked like a fucking hostage situation. <laughs> okay. So just have fun with it and then it'll take the pressure off of it. Take the seven people that are paying you out make a Zoom private group that you meet once a week. That's what you're giving them. You're not even charging them. They're going to become your friends. You're going to be set. Okay. Can I, can I ask you this? Yeah. In a couple months, maybe like in October, can I follow up with you and tell yeah. you, you yes. know, how this has changed everything for me? Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much you. for everything Thanks, you've done. Got you. Bro. Love you too, man. Thank you. Take care. Have a great day. Dustin. Yeah. What's happening on Facebook? It, I, um, I think when I sent the link out, it like just froze the feed for a sec, but I just told everyone to refresh and it should be okay. Is that true? I mean, Is I- that what you see? Yeah, like I went on my end, like through my personal account and it seems to be fine. Okay, looks like it. Facebook, let me know if we're good. All right, let's, uh, but why'd, a... why'd you send the link out? Because I thought we were doing the URL on YouTube, not Facebook. In case they want to convert. <laughs> I see. You posted the YouTube link into yeah, Facebook. To everywhere. Yeah. So the one RSVP we're going to have is going to be for YouTube. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Let's keep it going. Let's sneak one more in. Cool. So all Gucci. Uh-oh. Me with Gary V. Share Squad. Share Squad in the building. Share build Squad. What's good? Just share it on Twitter. Um, hi, Gary. Um, it's a real What's honor to name? talk to you. My name is CJ. Perfect. Um, the What's VSCJ it stand for? Is like my uh, Christian Jovan. <laughs> Let's go, Jovan. Good shit, CJ. What's good? Um, it's a real honor to talk to you, Gary. Um, I've been consuming your content for at least three years, and I have like some context and a question. Just gonna give it all. Um, so I love being a recording artist, and if it looks like I'm reading, I do have like some bullet points. I'm just kind of every half the people read their questions, so I'm used okay. to it. Don't worry. 
Cool. Um, so yeah, I love being a recording artist and I do want to grow. So in the past three years, I have gained like a small audience by literally talking to so many of your fans and like liking them first, as you would say. Um, like back in the day, I would have notifications turned on for a bunch of YouTubers, like mainly you. And I, I was in digital agency world. So I had a bunch of YouTube accounts like that I had access to. So every time a new video came out, I would rush to my phone, go to the comment section and I'd be like, guys, don't worry about who I am. Here's all my songs to put in vlogs if you're a creator reading this. Like, it wasn't like about me. It was a kind of shady thing, but I felt like I was selling flowers to the homeowners. Like, it was weird, but um, it kind of worked. I got hundreds of streams, like, and just a couple followers, and it was like a small, like, little snowball. And that would result in some fans, listeners. And, and Siege, while I'm with you, you know, even though I was five, I'm not pumped or proud about the flower thing, you know? You know, like, doing the right thing is always the right thing, you know? I'm not pumped about the flower thing or the shack thing. Like you got to do the right thing. So keep it in mind. Keep going. Yeah, I, I totally hear you. It was my like quickest like I get it resistance. Um, and a lot of people ended up taking the music and they used it. So I feel good about like providing sonics yep. for their for the videos. Yep, for sure. Um, and that would result in some fans, listeners. And then you know I ended up meeting Jason, very good guy, stand up guy on your team. Um, and he's put my music in some of your videos. I'm aware. I, got to, I was in New York City and I got to tour Vayner and it was amazing. Um, it was a blessing. So it's kind of like a testimonial story of, you know, kind of like went from shady tactics in the beginning and then evolved into like better That's, practices. Honestly, um, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of what I'm trying to do with my content the last three, four years, especially is take take kids that come from the same place as I did and say, like, look, if we're going to be businessmen, let's be honorable men. Let's be kind men. Let's be empathetic men. Let's be noble men. Let's do the right thing period 100 100%, 100%. um you know things from there just kind of compound a little bit i ended up with a couple million streams on spotify and now i want to scale my awareness so i've been supporting my passion with income from operating in the digital marketing agency space so managing clients and i learned how powerful paid facebook and ig is for new discovery um and i'm i'm actually a technician like on the ads so, like i know how to run it and i also know how powerful TikTok is for discovery so my main question is I'm also trying to save money because I live in an apartment with my girlfriend's parents still, but I've been putting all my money into ads and stuff like that. And, you know, best mixing and just putting it into the music. But my main question is like, should I start like rearing back on ads and like save a thousand a month? So till I have like, yeah. a critical yeah. mass? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. I think okay. balance matters. Okay. Um, let me, let me rephrase. The answer is yes. Or maybe no. If you and your girlfriend and your girlfriend's parents are all about you being there for four years, then I don't mind betting the farm. Okay. Okay. But if but if you and your girl are kind of like need to get in, you know, go somewhere, like then 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 saving save, listen, saving money is always right. Okay. Always. Okay. Period. The biggest Absolutely. do you know how many people woke the fuck up because of COVID on that? They got their stimulus check. Now that's gone and we're nowhere close yet. So now what? Yeah. And it's saving, saving, saving money and selling shit around the house is my number one favorite thing. You've been in, you've been in this situation for four years at the parents' apartment? Yeah, and I've been running ads, but I haven't had enough to even have impactful ads, so it's kind of like spinning my wheels a little bit. Listen, if you could save 1000 a month, if you were talking that kind of number, I mean, are you capable of saving 1000 a month? I can. That's huge, bro. Do that. You have okay. any savings? I've been spinning my wheels right now, so like maybe like you have two debt? grand. No, so, uh, okay. three grand in student debt I left in the first semester. Understood. Um, pay off your debt. 
because it's, okay. it's got it's got interest, right? Yeah. Yeah, get rid of that. All so right. like stop that two thousand five hundred. You know, like it's gonna be ugly here for a couple more months. Yo, sell that Nike hat. You know, put All that right. shit on fucking you know, Poshmark or something. Um, if you're <laughs> capable, if you're capable of saving a thousand a month, I love you. I think you could have an incredible year. Pay off that debt. Save the thousand a month. That means you can pay off the debt in three months, based on what I'm hearing. In three months, you're out of debt. Four months, you're out of debt. Maybe nine months because you want to keep a little bit of money for the, like. But and fucking save, bro. And then when I have something saved, now I'm ahead of my expenses. So in case something happens, I can just take what I was going to dump on ads and save my life if I needed to, or I can just run ads. Like, in it. okay, okay. Thank you so much. And then that answers that question. We and need then, to make we need to make saving money cool again. Oh. Yeah, I agree. I, I need to make discipline a thing in my life too. Um, also, I've been considering some ways to monetize as an artist outside of streaming and merch and some creative ideas or maybe like having fans like invest in my releases for like a portion of the streaming royalties, get some like- 100%, upfront. yes. Okay, okay. okay. Access, okay. access, creating a, you know, a, a scenario where you're, you know, doing three hours of teaching people what you've learned for, you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks a month. Okay. access okay this kind of and this is the last thing i'll tip I'll, I'll touch on because you're so efficient with your answers um when it comes to that last girl who was kind of like she was a marketer but she didn't want to like market all the sides of herself because it was a little maybe it was cheesy or something like that i feel that too because yeah just do whatever i want nerd shit you're into like like if you're into dragon ball z that should be a post I like am. bro i'm out there fucking garage selling and talking about sports cards Okay, hell yeah. Right? Yeah. I get that you're in the fucking music industry and all this shit, but like the most authentic beats the coolest every time. All right, dude, 100%. I'm so- a stack, of, a stack of Legos versus a stack of cash is gonna win at the end. Real shit wins, bro. Be you. All right. All right, see ya. I saw later. Dustin, big day on Tea with Gary Vee. Uh, if you haven't seen already, Vayner Nation, um, I haven't even po I posted on my Instagram, I haven't posted on my Twitter yet, but uh, this morning we announced the acquisition of Empathy Wines. Uh, we've sold the company to, thank you, Dustin. We've sold the company to Constellation Brands, the uh, owners of things like Robert Mondavi and Simi and some of the biggest brands in the world, Corona, um, Beer. Uh, it is a major transaction. I wanna thank my parents, John and Nate, my partners, um, it's an incredible, uh, it's an incredible, um, quick, you know, accomplishment. I, uh, I'm very humbled. I think it proves out a lot of the capabilities of the Vayner kind of DNA and the execution. I want to thank so many of you here that have supported Empathy. We need your continued support. We got some back end to this deal. So I need to sell more empathy with Constellation's incredible vineyards and winemakers. We will be able to um, make even a better wine, to be frank. So it just uh, just announced it. Um, and uh, I'm very proud. And so it's a big deal, a big deal. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for everybody who's watching who gave it support. And thank you for supporting the show. We have the URL, if everybody can... Grab that URL. Speaking about wine, huge wine text today. Get ready for that. Huge, actually. One of the coolest wines. But this URL really matters to me. GaryB.com slash T with Gary T with GB 0702. 
please save it. Everybody, can you please, in your own chats right now, put this URL so for other people they can just control copy it and paste it. And maybe you can uh, paste it during the day today and tell everybody why this is one of the best hours you spend every morning. It means a lot to me. Share squad, I love you. Tomorrow morning when we get on, new rule, when we get on, immediately share the URL in one way or another to be part of the share squad and then leave a copy. Leave a comment saying you're part of the share squad. So anyway, thank you so much for all the support on empathy. It's a big deal, a big transaction sales in my career. And um, and I'm very grateful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for everybody who's sharing it. I see all of you. Love you, Shirley Joseph. Thank you, Juan Garcia. Sean Thomas, thank you. Abel V, great to see you. Thank you so much, Greenpreneur. Thank you, Melissa Lee. Scoo, what's good? Master 23 Mind, thank you so much. Vicky J, always great to see you. Louisa, thank you so much. Ginger, Thank you so much, Jessica O. Thank you so, so, so much. Daisy C, Shelly M. Looking forward to tomorrow. See ya. All right, episode's over. Please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Hey, podcast. Joe from Team Gary here. Today's highlighted review is Best Podcast Ever by Willow Kid. Hands down the best podcast ever. Tons of value no matter what the topic. Thanks, Carrie. Love you, bro. Thanks, Willow Kid. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.